Hey gamers, this is Joe for What I'm Playing Now. I have episode 71 of the podcast that was recorded on May 20th of 2015. Some of the games I played for the week, Boss Monster Digital, as well as the Boss Monster card game, Duel of Ages 2, Seasons, Super Mega Baseball, and of course I talked about some of the games I want to play. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi, and we are on episode 71 of the podcast. Hey, as always, you can send me some email. Let me know what you're playing now. Send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. We have a Facebook page. Just do a search on Facebook for What I'm Playing Now. Also, our Google Plus page is plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast and of course our Twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Alright, so our update for the site. I am going to start getting back into some reviews here shortly and possibly some video previews. I had mentioned I'm looking for a camera. I think I have a couple of narrowed down so I will be hopefully getting one of those soon within the next couple of weeks but I think before I start doing some video reviews I figure let me start doing some written reviews as well as that is something I had been wanting to do for a while. So I have a couple of reviews partially written as of right now. I'm going to be editing and probably posting up throughout the weekend and into next week probably both video and board games I will probably just be doing very small reviews. I'm not going to go with a normal scoring system like you see on some sites. I'd rather just do a nice short review that kind of lets you know whether you should probably play the game, maybe try the game, you know, or maybe own the game, try the game, and then or avoid the game. So probably like a three scale type of thing. I really don't want to do the do a whole number scale thing. I think those those can be so subjective sometimes. Even even saying whether you should buy it or try it is is rather subjective, but we're going to give it a shot and see how that goes. But I had written a couple of reviews, video game reviews, back when I had started the site. I kind of got away from that and really didn't do too many after that. And that's something I've kind of been wanting to get back into here recently, into some of the more written things, especially since I've been considering doing some of the video reviews as well. I think I'm going to try to do both. I'm not too sure how I'm going to decide which games I actually want to do a written review for or which games I want to do a video review for, but it's probably going to be some of the games that I probably play a lot more frequently. So keep an eye out for some reviews hitting the site, and I will be posting them on Twitter as well. All right, let's jump into some of the games I played for the week and what I'm playing now. Of course, I'm still playing some Boss Monster Digital. I'm having a good time with that. So far, I haven't noticed any more bugs in playing, but I'm still trying to work my way to that 40 wins to unlock the rest of the cards, something that will probably be taking me here a couple of weeks with everything that I have going on playing-wise. But um, every now and every day or so, I go through a game or two and try to get one step closer to doing that. So if you you haven't seen Boss Monster Digital yet. It basically is a very good representation of the card game, which my wife and I actually played this week as well. So I actually have been playing quite a bit of Boss Monster, I guess you could say. Uh, my wife and I got in a game or two, I think the other night, while we were sitting around watching some TV, she said, let's pull out Boss Monster and play that. And I said, hey, what the heck? I am always down for a game of that. So we had a good time. There were a couple of cards we're still trying to learn our way through and I had to look up, look up a couple of different things is how some of the cards were actually played once we got that looked up on their fact and was able to figure that out pretty easily the game went pretty smooth and I believe I had one actually not by much though it came down to the last turn and I actually was able to pull a card that sent one of the heroes that was going to go to her dungeon back to town and I was able to squeak by with a win 
she looked at me rather fury infuriatingly so i will probably not be playing that card next time when we're playing but it worked at the time one of the other games i was able to play this week was duel of ages 2 i had a real good game on saturday of duel of ages 2 my buddy joe and i was able to get together and meet down at the friendly local game store and get a round of this in we each had eight characters we used a semi-draft i guess you could say to do the characters he dealt out four character cards to us and then we put um, eight or 12 cards in the table maybe even more and then each of us drew four cards from there to kind of do like a semi-draft and we each played eight characters we only played with three tiles trying to keep the game board somewhat limited but the interesting thing was one of the tiles that we had in the center of the board was the actual ancient tile i believe was the like the ancient dungeon that you can go into for for adventuring with the ancient cards and the last time we had played i believe we just had normal normal pods in the center of the game board um domes basically is where which is where your character spawn from so having that that kind of adventure zone right in the center of the game board really made for an interesting thing the game board was kind of somewhat imbalanced in that it seemed that the way we had placed some of the adventure the adventure tokens or tiles they were pretty much all towards kind of like the two of the three tiles that we had placed down so it was a really interesting and crazy game he won by one point I was kind of bummed, but I always love playing Duel of Ages 2. I'm still working on getting my master set here. Hopefully soon I will get the thumbs up from my wife on that one to be able to pick that one up. But we've been picking up a few other games here and there, so that one's going to have to wait just another couple of weeks before I pick it up. For my Thursday night normal board game group, we actually played a game that someone down at the game store is actually working on and creating. So I've actually played a couple of demo games before in the past, and I, I really like being involved in the initial process of somebody coming through and trying to create a game trying to come up with some different ideas. In this game, the guy pretty much has really fleshed out. It's a it's a really cool game, has some interesting concepts going to it, and we were basically just trying to play the game, see if we can maybe get through a couple of rounds, give him some additional ideas on how to maybe tighten some things up before he actually maybe starts doing more than printing things and writing things down on just pieces of paper that we were using. But I, I think the game that he's working on could be a very good uh, strategic game, and I'm really looking forward to actually playing this a little bit more and maybe being involved maybe a little more in the actual creative process that he has going on. I think there were four of us actually playing and three of us um, besides the creator, and the three of us basically we're sitting there giving him some really good ideas and he was taking some really good notes so we were i was really excited like i said i i kind of enjoy playing things like that that are in the initial stages i remember growing up as a kid we used to sit around during the summer months and actually try to come up with different games here and there uh when i was a teenager and that's always been a really fun thing to do to try to just create a game come up with some interesting concepts and just try to tie it all together to into something that's actually playable and that other people can enjoy so after that, we actually got in a game of Seasons, and this was actually my first time playing Seasons. I, I had played Lords of Zidit before, and I was after playing Lords of Zidit, I it really made me want to go back and play Seasons because I knew Seasons had basically was from the same company. The first piece to Seasons that you're going to find when you're playing the game is you're going to be doing a card draft. And since this was my first time playing, and the other people had played before but they really hadn't played extensively we decided to basically use the pre-made decks that were in the rulebook rather than trying to do just a straight out draft in hindsight though a couple of us talked afterwards and we kind of think that drafting would definitely make the game more interesting as playing some of the pre-constructed decks we noticed that a couple of them seemed to be maybe a little more powerful or had some cards that some of us other people wish we had that weren't in our decks so you're actually given nine cards at the start of the game, and that kind of makes up your initial hand, we can say, that's in quotes. Um, but you're going to separate these cards into three piles of three cards each, 
and you're going to decide which piles are going to be used during the three different times of the game. So you're going to start off with three cards kind of like in your hand initially, and then the other two sets of three cards you're going to set off to the side, and you're going to put a little token on there for two and three, which are basically going to be the other rounds of the game. The first player is going to pick up some dice and this is where you're going to get into kind of like the tournament phase of the game and this is more of the meat and potatoes part of the game now that we're into that part and the first player is going to roll the dice which are corresponding to the starting season he is going to take one of those dice and then pass the dice to the person on his left and then each person will take a dice and keep passing it around the table until all the dice are taken and one dice is left in the middle of the table the dice that you take will represent the action that you will be actually doing for that turn. The interesting thing about the die that's left in the middle of the table is there's dots on the dice, like little kind of circles on the bottom of the dice, and that will basically tell you how much time has actually passed. I guess you can kind of say month-wise, as I believe there are 12 different 12 different pieces on the board or 12 different slots that you're that are that you're kind of counting around which are the different seasons so i think there's 12 different months i've only i'll have to pull that maybe back up and just double check that but i'm pretty sure that that's how it is so if you have a die in the middle of the table that has three dots on there you would move the token three three months ahead basically and that that's where you would be at in the in the time for the game so with your die you can basically decide to take one of a few different actions and those consist of you can increase your star gauge and this basically lets you know how many cards you can have out in front of you. You can also collect energy which allows you to play more cards from your hand to the table in front of you which is a big part of the game which we're going to get into and then you can also turn the energy into crystals which are basically the victory points of the game. I think one of the sides of the dice actually has like a card icon on there and you can also draw new cards. That was something I was not doing in the game too much, and I noticed that at the end of the game, I probably should have been doing a lot more of. So basically, in essence, this game is kind of like a finely tuned resource management, engine building, card collecting game. And the cards you play really can help you get your engine of energy going throughout the game. So knowing what cards to kind of play early when you're dealt those nine cards is very, very beneficial to know. I sat there and kind of thought I had... A pretty good strategy going into the game but when it came to be kind of like the second age or basically like the second round where we picked up those second set of cards I realized quickly that I had mispicked my cards and I had really kind of screwed myself with the cards that I had left for the later rounds I really thought I had a grasp on them during that initial phase because everybody had explained to me kind of what was going on but really after seeing a few rounds played and what everybody was doing I realized quickly that my strategy was completely incorrect I was able to jump out to a nice quick lead though I actually had a card that was able to give me 20 crystals. It was basically, I think, the second card I had played. And I got really lucky when a turn or two later, somebody had actually, or like a player or two later, I could just say not turn, but um, one of the other players then actually had everybody pick up a card that was in front of them. So I quickly removed that 20 crystal card from my from in front of me, put that back in my hand, and then my next turn I basically replayed it. So I was able to jump out to a nice quick 40-point lead while everybody was at zeros or negatives. You really can't go negatives, though. And I think my biggest strategy failure, though, was not realizing how much of an engine-building game that this actually was until I really saw a couple of the guys I was playing with really getting energy you know, during their turn and doing just a lot of things with it. They were able to play, they had cards in front of them that let you pay less energy for playing certain cards, and that seemed to be extremely powerful because I always seemed to be one energy or one color short of, you know, the energy that I was able to obtain with the dice. I'd have to say that I was pretty much doing really good until the last couple of turns of the game. I just was completely passed by as far as crystals went, and I kind of sat there just looking at how many cards everybody else had in front of them and how many cards I had in front of me and noticing that, okay, I, I definitely needed to play more cards. 
So towards the end of the game, I think I pretty much had the fewest amount of cards in front of me, and my final score really, really showed it. And when people were taking additional cards from the roll of the dice, I was kind of going for energy, trying to complete cards that were in my hand, but I just didn't realize that the payout from having some of those additional cards, possibly what that would actually do, and just having a greater variance of cards. I definitely like to play this game again, now that I really know how the game works, now that I have some of the cards under my belt and I know what they're doing. I will say that the game is a lot of fun and the game looks spectacular. The cards and the dice and the boards are all extremely colorful. The art on the cards is amazing and the, just the, the whole look of the game is just really, really good. The dice that come with the game are really large and they actually complement the look and the feel of the game very well. If you've actually never played this game, I can definitely suggest giving it a try. It's a lot different than Lords of Zidit and if you're used to that game, Seasons is something that is completely different, but I have a feeling if you like Lords of Zidit, this game is taken from the same universe. You'll probably like Seasons because it is a really really good game. All right, we're going to jump over to a video game that I actually got into this past weekend. So Sony was having a sale on their store, and I noticed that there were a couple of games that I had been looking at recently that were basically like four bucks. So I said, looked at my wife, I said, what the hell, let's download a couple of games here real quick on Friday night. And so we downloaded Chess, and I downloaded Super Mega Baseball. And Super Mega Baseball is one that I've had my eye on for a while, especially after I purchased RBI Baseball 14 that I was really looking forward to last year. And I had talked about this in a previous podcast. RBI Baseball, for me last year, I just was not not really keen on. I thought the game was pretty much just extremely disappointing. I, I know there's another RBI Baseball out this year. I think it's RBI Baseball 15 was released, but I was like, I, after being burned by 14, I really wasn't going to go down the same road with 15. So I said for the four or five bucks I paid for Super Mega Baseball, I was like, let's try this baseball one instead. I saw the guys on Giant Bomb playing it, so I knew that it looked a little bit better and looked looked rather cartoony, but still looked pretty fun. I can say that I it was completely the right decision for me. I played through a short season this past weekend, and after spending probably both Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday with the game, if you're looking for a kind of like an arcade-style baseball game, this is pretty much the game to pick up. Like I said, the sale pretty much didn't hurt either as I got it for under 5 bucks and paying that much for the game was definitely worth it. I was leery paying that much for the game at first because I figured they possibly were discounting the game because maybe it wasn't that good, but I can definitely say that I got my money's worth already, and I will probably be going back to this to play a longer season eventually once I get around to that. So in the game they actually have, you can do exhibition or season games. I believe there's three different possible lengths. You could do a short season, long season, medium season, or long season, and then you also have the postseason games to contend with as you're working your way to the final championship trophy, which I was actually able to win in my short season that I was playing the other day. Like I said at the top of the, uh, my talk on this one, the cartoon, the graphics are a little cartoony, but I feel that the pitching and the batting are way better than anything RBI Baseball 14 gave us. You have a nice number of pitches to choose from as well. You can also control the speed from like a normal to a fast style, and when you do try the faster style, you're or when you're trying when you're when you're pitching you're basically trying to line up crosshairs within like a circle when you go with a faster style of pitch it is a lot harder to line up those crosshairs and get a goody good number to how accurate your pitch is actually going to be. I found myself just trying to come up with um, kind of nice random pitch patterns that I was using throughout the game. I was trying to stick to pitching on the inside of the corners, corner of the plate, and that seemed to be going pretty good for me. So I kind of just kept just changing up my pitches throughout the game. Every now and then I would try to throw in one of those faster style pitches, but sometimes matching, lining the lining the crosshairs up was just a little too risky as I was winning the game, so I really just kind of stuck more with the normal pitching style. Now, as far as batting goes, in most games, it comes down to timing, and 
this game pretty much does that as well. And I was playing on the default setting and part of the way through one of the seasons, I got into a really good rhythm with my batters and the game actually told me I could increase the difficulty since I was pretty much blowing the CPU opponent out of the water, which kind of just sat there and made me laugh a little bit. Um, I did try to go back after finishing my season and increasing the difficulty some. And after playing a couple of games on a little higher of, higher of a difficulty, I can honestly say that the difficulty slider in the game does really work. I noticed when I was playing on that higher difficulty, the CPU was getting a lot more hits on me. I was having a harder time getting players on the base, unlike the, the normal setting where I was just pretty much crushing the CPU. It gives you a very nice variance to the game once you get used to all the controls and everything. Cranking up that difficulty level does make the game much more challenging, which I was really excited to see because I made it through that first season pretty easily. Now, one of the things I really liked in this game is during a season, you have the ability to actually hire and fire coaches and trainers and some other people that you can actually get within your team, and they each come with three different abilities that you can then assign to your players. As you're playing through a season, you'll have the opportunity to hire more of these people, and they actually, the coaches and the trainers actually get better as you progress through the season, and as you're playing through the season, your team players actually unlock additional slots to put more abilities into. It's almost like a mini RP within this game. I thought this was a really cool aspect of the game, especially in that some of the players, once you did put, once you did kind of slot them with different stats, you could actually feel the players actually becoming better within the game. So if you have, if you're looking for a good baseball game and you haven't given this one a shot or maybe really haven't even noticed it, definitely give a look out to Super Mega Baseball. I'd definitely give this one a try and it would definitely be on my buy list as well. All right, so those were the games I played for the week. As far as what I want to play now, I am going to have a weekend pretty much of some solo gaming going on here. And I have a feeling some of the things I'm going to be playing this week are going to be Mage Knight the board game, and I may give Eldritch Horror a try as well. As far as on my PlayStation or PC, I'm probably going to be getting back into some Bloodborne as well as getting back into some of the, some Elite Dangerous, which is what I've been wanting to get back into for the past couple of weeks. So those are the games I played for the week, and those are the games that I want to play for the week coming up. Hey, as always, it's the end of the episode, so don't forget, you can always send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. Send those emails to whatimplayingnow at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at whatimplayingnow. Don't forget to drop that G. Follow me on Facebook. Just do a search for what I'm playing now. You can also like our Google Plus page, which is plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast and of course our Twitch channel which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now I will probably have that Twitch channel live Saturday night and I will be playing something what as of right now I don't know I have a couple of ideas of some different things I'd like to go through I'm not too sure if I want to do the Witcher board game or if I want to get back into Hand of Fate or if I want to try something completely new on this stream on Saturday since it's been so long since I've streamed but keep an eye out on Saturday for the stream because there will be one going hey thanks for listening Come back next week, listen to another episode, and let me know what you're playing now. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye.